I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast, focused on creating economic growth for small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations. I'm Chad Chancellor, the co-founder of Next Move Group, and today we've got Bob Leak with us. Bob's from the Winston-Salem Business Inc. over in North Carolina, the Winston-Salem Economic Development Group. And Bob, you're kind of a legend in this business, so uh, thank you for being with us today. I'm not sure I'd call it a legend. I think maybe it just means I'm old, but uh, <laughs> no, um, I've been I've been really blessed in, in economic development. I was born into the business. Uh, some of your listeners might know my dad, Bob Leak Sr. He and Bob Goforth had a very successful consulting business for years, and dad was head of the North Carolina and South Carolina economic development programs at one time. And when I graduated from college, it was like, what am I going to do? And I could sell soap for Procter & Gamble, or right. I could go in the insurance business, or you know who knows what. And one day I was having a little heart-to-heart with dad about my future, and he said, you know, Y'all just write down in a ledger what you like in a business and what you don't want in a business, and then let's talk. So I spent a little bit of time doing that. Came back, we sat down at the breakfast table, he took a look at it, started reading the things I wanted, and he said, you know what? That sounds a lot like what I've been doing the last 20 years. And so he was uh, able to make some introductions. I got into business in Greenville, South Carolina back in 1981. Um, have been in it since, but I've been in Winston-Salem for 30 years. So. Wow. Yeah, so he, he was in business 20 years. Actually, my first job, the first report I read was a leak go-forth workforce report, I think it was. Yeah, so yeah. so your, your family name was the first one I ever saw. Well, there you go. Yeah, he, he and go-forth were, uh, they were the legends in the business, not me. Yeah. I've been just kind of tagging along, but... Um, you know, I learned a lot from them. I've learned a lot from a whole lot of people in this industry. And, you know, it's a great industry. It's, uh, it's interesting. Back when I got in the business, um, you know, literally in 1981, nobody got into economic development. You know, there was no school for economic development. There was no uh, formal program. Somebody knew you or you knew somebody, right. and they needed somebody. So you got in the door, and you kind of learned by doing and now you've got schools, you've got EDI, you've got a couple of universities right. that, that have programs. In fact, I think you just lectured at one. And, and, you know, the reality is you can get in this business now as a kind of a normal business track. But That's right. 30 years ago, it was a little bit harder to do. Well, to the folks out there who are listening, and maybe uh, whether they're young or, or if they're, you know, if this is a, a new career stop for them and they're just getting into economic development, what tips would you have for them? Two, two, two kinds of tips. One, you know, how do you make it a good career? 
but two, how do you how do you learn how to close deals and be productive? I mean, what would be your tips on both those? Well, the, you know, the, what you're talking about is kind of the essence of economic development. You've got right. to identify opportunities, you've got to assist opportunities, and then you got to close opportunities. And and I think for people just getting into business, the first thing I would do is say, find yourself a good mentor mm-hmm. or two in the business and talk to them. You know, find out how they did it, why they do it, et cetera. Um, I would attend events like SEDC and, and IEDC and your state economic development program if, you're, if your team will let you do that so that you can uh, put yourself um, in the audience with other people that are in the business. Right. And then, um, you know, what I always have respected are the younger folks that have worked with me saying, hey, I'd like to go with you while you're making that pitch, or I'd like to go on that sales calls with you, or do you mind if I join you while you're showing that building right. so that they can kind of learn as they go. And then ultimately, um, I think people can, you know, if you're good with people um, and you're a problem solver, you'd be great in economic development. Well, and, and we're recording this at SEDC in early August. So I'm not sure when it'll air, but for the listeners, and SEDC Southern Economic Development Council, I think it's a 17 southern states, isn't it? 17 it is. Or 18. 17 southern states from and, uh, uh, Maryland all the way to Texas. Mississippi's always been strong in it. Mississippi's so I, strong. Alabama's strong. Yeah. Georgia's really strong. Texas is really strong. I got in it in uh, 2004 when I first started. Good. And, and so some of the first folks I met were through it. And and, you know, you've got relationships here 15 years later. That's so, right. I, mean, I, I think it's just, and you were the chairman at one time, if I remember. I was so. two years ago as a chairman. And, uh, Does that mean you don't have to do any hard work anymore? No. You're still having to do the work. You know what? I didn't even pack a sport coat for this trip. <laughs> you know, I figured I'll sit in the back and I'll listen and then I can critique later That's as, exactly as we right. go on. That's right. So for the folks out there, I encourage you to get involved at SCDC if you're one of those southern states or if not get involved in a regional deal because... You know, if you just go to your state stuff, you're going to meet everybody in that state. But right. you never know when. Uh, and actually, we've had projects where I've had to call you because I didn't know somebody in North Carolina and just say, hey. Absolutely. Well, you think, and, you know, and uh, so I think those regional groups and IEDC can really be helpful. Well, it's, it's a relationship business. And the more people you know in the business, the better you're going to do. You know, consultants will call you, but even better, you know, as you advance in your career, it's not going to be likely you're going to be in a place for 30 years like right, I have. Right. Most economic developers change in five to seven. But ironically, I'm I'm only the third longest tenured North Carolinian in economic really? development. We've got a lady down in Wilson, North Carolina, and a, a guy over in Gastonia, North Carolina, that are a year or two ahead of me in terms of longevity in one place. Did you start out as a CEO in Winston Salem, or did you I did not. Nope. I was uh, I was actually in a real estate business in Raleigh doing commercial real estate. And I got hired to be a vice president uh, working for Rick Weddle, who a lot of people know. And uh, Rick left after about a year. I was promoted. And uh, so the rest, as they say, is history. Awesome. Well, I know Winston-Salem's really growing. And y'all got some good stuff going on. So tell these folks a little bit about Winston-Salem. We do. Uh, Winston-Salem is a a great mid-sized community, kind of centrally located in in the middle of North Carolina between Raleigh and Charlotte. You know, Raleigh and Charlotte get all the press, but the nice thing about Winston and Greensboro and High Point, which make up our regional, kind of our regional group, um, you know, we've had steady growth. We see a lot of manufacturing and distribution, logistics kind of projects, big in healthcare, um, starting to have a burgeoning aerospace business with our airport and Honda Jet is headquartered there, for instance. Hayco's got a big um, fixed-based operation to do maintenance and repair. Um, and so we've, we've seen a lot of steady growth over the years. Uh, we're focused on, you know, trying to expand the office market a little bit more now. We've had some changes and little disruption in the financial industry with mm-hmm. BB&T merging with SunTrust, and that'll change the landscape a little bit in the region. Um, but overall, uh, we've been really steady, and it's been a real good place to do economic development. 
Well, I know y'all recently did some regional branding, so why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, we did. I think that, um, as your listeners may know, kind of coming up with a brand is a very challenging proposition because regardless of how you do it and what you come up with, there's going to be a faction of people that don't like it. There's going to be people that don't understand it, people like the old one. Uh, But we realized as we were out making calls on people around the country and, in fact, around the world, when you tried to tell them, I'm from the Piedmont of North Carolina, Unless you lived relatively close to there, you had no idea where that was. Yeah, I don't know where that is. No, you don't. You don't. You can't find it on a map. There's no website. It's just, you know, it's just an area that, that, that we've coined as the Piedmont Triad because there's three communities, and Piedmont means foot of the mountains, and we happen to be right at the base of the Blue Ridge Mountains. But if you didn't know that, you wouldn't know that. And so uh, uh, we engaged uh, DCI about a year and a half ago with an eye toward, you know, what makes, you know, what is our it? Okay, right. and, and as we worked through what is our it, um, we, we decided that uh, the best thing we could do to help people understand where we were is come up with, with more of an area description. Well, in the process of doing that, we looked at, uh, there's a highway called uh, U.S. Highway 421 that links Winston-Salem to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Along that highway are four megasites. Four certified, developable mega sites. Smallest one is about 1,200 acres. Largest one is about 3,000 acres. Real mega sites. Real mega sites. (laughs) They've all got all the utilities, everything else, and they all are linked by this highway. And so, looking at that, that highway is in the center of North Carolina. And so, at the end of all of the discussion, we looked at about 12 different names. We debated everything and finally settled on one called the North Carolina Corps. And while that's, again, it's not, a, not on a map in terms of being able to find the North Carolina core, at least if you're looking at North Carolina and you think core, you're going to look kind of in the middle. And that's right. exactly where we are. Makes sense. So we've taken it on the road. We've been to Chicago. We've been to Greenville. We've, we're getting ready to go to Dallas, uh, making the tour to see a lot of site uh, consultants and others. Uh, and as much as um, what we're doing on that, on that visit is saying, hey, we'd love some opportunities, we're introducing the concept and saying, does it resonate? And I'm pleased to say that almost every group that we talk to say, boy, that's a lot better than Piedmont Triad. I at least have a concept of what that is and and where that is. Well, I can picture it right now that you see it on a map. And DCI does great work. They do great work. And they focus entirely on economic development and marketing. And uh, they came in and did probably half a dozen focus groups. They interviewed a bunch of people. We had uh, from citizens on the street all the way to CEOs got to weigh in. There was a website set up where you could kind of uh, weigh in on what you thought. And at the end of the day, I think we hit a pretty good one. Yeah, well, I, I admire you for doing it. We, we've been working on a new website and branding for our company for a year, and it'll nearly kill you. It's hard. So it is. It is hard. Yeah. And, and you always wonder, what are we not thinking of? And we're about to hopefully come out with it, probably by the time this podcast goes out. But it's took us a year. Yeah. Of real, you know, studying and, and hiring consultants. Well, you want to do it right. It's not cheap. Yeah, you don't want to mess and, it up. And, and, you know, you get kind of one chance to do it right. And, and so you're right. You, you want to make sure that you put the time in. Yeah. Well, I see you got your Wyndham Championship shirt on. So I we're, do. We're, we're recording this the week of the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro. Isn't yeah, it? it's Sunday afternoon, and uh, right now there's about five guys within three shots of the uh, lead playing in Greensboro, North Carolina. Turn and it on in a minute. What's really exciting about that tournament is the Wyndham last year stepped up, and in addition to the FedEx Cup, for you golfers out there, um, there's the Wyndham Championship uh, Cup, and that is a $10 million uh, pool of, of money with the winning uh, golfer throughout the season up until this tournament 
This is the last tournament in the series. The, the lead person gets $2 million, and then it works its way down to the top uh, 10 or 12, um, and they split that $10 million. Um, it's, uh, and it's the next step into the FedEx Cup, which start right. those playoffs start in a couple of weeks. So we have a lot of golfers that have come uh, to the Wyndham uh, purely for the opportunity to uh, hopefully advance in the FedEx Cup rankings so they have a better chance of making it to Atlanta right. for the championship. So how close is that to Winston-Salem? Uh, it took me about 26 minutes to get to the golf course, wow. and that's with traffic. Wow. So it's, it's literally Greensboro and Winston are connected by Interstate 40, and they're about 16 miles apart. Yeah. Did, so, you play in the, did you play in the Pro-Am? Two years ago I did. I didn't oh. this year. Uh, I believe your partner played in it yeah, this year. Yeah, y'all were kind um, enough, or somebody was, to invite Alex Metzger. He played with Charlie Hoffman. He did. Uh, unfortunately, they had a little lightning problem, and they got about six holes in. Oh, I hadn't heard that they, yet. They, they had to call it, uh, but I think he had a great time. I spent a little time with him after. Um, and uh, he seemed to be um, uh, really enjoyed his time and said Charlie was a, was a good guy to play with. Uh, you know, just watching the tour, if I was going to pick one, I'd love to play. He just seems fun watching yeah, him. You know, yeah. some of them are real serious. <laughs> well, most of them are serious. That's their job. But uh, yeah. you can get lucky and, and get a good one. It makes it a lot of fun. That tournament left for a while, didn't it? Came back? Well, it, it, it no, it never left, but it has changed dates and it has changed okay. names and it has changed golf courses. But if you look at the history of the Wyndham Championship, it used to be the Greater Greensboro Open, the GGO. Guys like Sam Sneed, I mean, older crowd. Yeah, he won, uh, had, had won, he won yeah, it seven or eight his, times. Yeah. He, he won every time he played there. Yeah. But uh, that, that is one of the oldest continuous uh, operating PGA tournaments on tour. Yeah. So it didn't ever leave. It never shut down. But it changed from, from uh, a couple of different golf courses in the area uh, to where it is now at Sedgefield. And uh, I think it's got a good home. The Wyndham just renewed their sponsorship uh, for, I believe, another 15 years. So yeah. they're set. They're in a good yeah. place. I remember watching it as a boy. It seemed like it was in the spring then. But it, it was. It, it was in the spring. I said it's moved around. They kept looking for more advantageous slots because in the spring, it was a week or two before the Masters. And if you'd already qualified for the Masters, you laid out right. so you could practice and get you get ready for the first major of the year. Right. Well, our listeners know I love sports, and I know you're a North Carolina man, so I can't let you get out of here without talking about – you got Mac Brown. I'm sure you'd rather talk about basketball. I'd love to talk about basketball, but I'll talk about football. You got Mac Brown now. I We're mean, in a good spot for a while. You know, Mac left North Carolina 20-something years ago to go to Texas and obviously had a very successful career in Texas and then left there and was on the air doing, uh, you know, uh, He was really play good by play. on the air. He was he, very good on air. And he he's, was. you know, while he's a little bit older, he, is, he has come back to North Carolina with a vengeance, and he's hired a great staff. Uh, he has really um, ramped up in-state recruiting, which we had a challenge with over the years. Mm -hmm. People would leave the state and go to South Carolina, Alabama, you know, Georgia, wherever to, right. to play, and, and the better players left the state. And so um, we, we have fought that battle for years, and uh, I, I understand from some of my colleagues that have uh, tickets that uh, the season has been sold out. For the first wow. first time in a long time, and there's an awful lot of excitement about Carolina football this year. We don't expect, yeah. you know, to win the championship. We don't expect to, you know, to even win the ACC championship. But you know, we've been three and seven or three and eight for the last right. number of years, and and weren't really showing a whole lot of promise. So, anything better than that is going to be good. And, and again, I think that that Mac brings an an energy, and people know him, and. You know, he was kind of in the Dean Smith era. If you followed basketball, right, they were yeah. there together and, and were, you know, kind of kind of colleagues at one time. So. Yeah. 
I remember he had a great team. They 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 were highly ranked one year when Florida State had well, all those great teams. They were, um, and you know we've had we've had a lot of players that played at Carolina under Mac go on and have a good you know pro career. Um, he knows how to coach, uh, and what's even better, he knows how to recruit. Right. And he gets a lot of really good young coaches around him and kind of steps back and lets them coach. Yeah. And I think that's really the way towards success. Yeah, well, I was in uh, Kansas City this week, and uh, Les Miles went to Kansas. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be following North Carolina and Kansas just out of curiosity yeah. to see how, how Les does at Kansas. See how I, do. I think North Carolina's better set up to win football than Kansas. So we'll see. So well, they're, Max, they're, Max. They're, they're two mighty good basketball schools. So, you know, yeah, the, you're, the worst case, we wait three months, and then, then it's game on for us. Yeah, so uh, – I was at the uh, Carolina beat Kentucky in the Elite Eight in Memphis two years ago or three years. Remember when, when May made that great shot? I do. Well, you know, I, I worked in Kentucky, so I got all kind of Kentucky friends. Yep. So I was one of the few rooting for North Carolina. I don't well, we appreciate Kentucky. that. I, I lived up there with them, so I can't root for them. <laughs> so they win so much. So I was I was one of the few in Memphis rooting for North Carolina. So I played my little part that day. Nice. We appreciate all the help we can get. <laughs> you all went on to win the national championship. Well, Bob, thank you for being with us today. I've looked up to you for many years, and we've known each other through SCDC. And, and I really appreciate it. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with the audience? No, the only thing I would say is if you're thinking about economic development as a career, uh, I think you'll find that it is a great career. You're not going to get rich necessarily, but at the end of the day and at the end of your career, you can look back at things you've had a hand in. You know, businesses coming to your community or expanding in your community, new jobs where people get to go to work, expansion of the tax base. You made your community better. You made your region better. You made your state better. And that's an awful good career if you can do that. And, and I will add, too, uh, for the folks out there that may be just getting in it, people like Bob, uh, they'll help you. I mean, I, oh, I've, yeah. pro- I've probably called him three times since we started our business, and the conversations are less than five minutes. But, hey, I need this, and he tells me right then, you know. So so don't be bashful. Uh, th- this is an industry where while everybody competes fiercely, uh, you know, everybody really help each other if you get to know them. And so, uh, so for the – for the folks just getting in the profession, you know, I would go to organizations like SEDC and, and, and meet people because you just never know when they're going to be able to help you. Yeah, and the cool thing is for those of you getting in the business, uh, again, um, there's a, there's several YP or young professional uh, groups that are springing up. SEDC has one. I think IADC is working on them. A lot of states have them. You know, if you're young, get involved in that because that mm-hmm. way you'll meet your peers and your fellow colleagues, and together you can kind of map your future in economic development. That's right. Well, Bob, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Chad.